Spiral dial. Sci-fi with a soundscape. The pressure surrounding Jessica made it impossible for her to think clearly. In pushing outward to keep her bubble safe, she could feel herself changing. The orange colour seemed to be fading away, leaching from her vision. A maze of curved outlines lay before her, outlines of people emerged from behind these lines. They seemed at once nearby and far, very far away. Occasionally, she could catch their voices. A female voice sang, followed by a loud, cracking sound. Octopus! Octopus! A male voice cried. The cracking sounds continued. Always the carers that pay the price. A lilting Irish accent intoned. Voices stopped. All the colour had disappeared from her vision. She saw clearly, at last. Everything lay before her, bubble upon bubble. <laughs> <laughs> 
person upon person. She saw them all separately, yet individually, like etchings on clear glass windows. One window led to the next, curving around, coiling around. She realised that they were suspended on the outermost segment of a giant ammonite. At the centre of the ammonite was a bubble, the only part of her surroundings that was not clear to her. Dull and impenetrable it was, like a rough diamond. A resonant voice sang from the bubble, a sound both shrill and glorious to behold. Jessica heard the words and somehow the meaning was clear to her, although the language seemed strange.
Patricia, for it was she who sang, chanted the words again and again. The sound echoed around the chamber, casting a spell of peace and calm in its wake. Jessica felt, rather than saw, all of the people take a long, deep breath and exhale slowly. All except one. What on earth is this bullcrap? Archie said. Jessica had completely forgotten that he was even there. Are you listening to this? Morven, my man, have you ever heard such rubbish? I think we could show them how it's done. Pyrope began dancing in her container. No, 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 no. Stop them, Jessica. They're going to disrupt every... She had not had time to finish her sentence when both Archie and Morven burst out into song, singing a single word at very slightly different pitches. Octopus! Archie blinked before casting a wide grin upwards in Jessica's direction. It's working. He turned to face Morven, grabbing him by the shoulders in delight. Did you hear that, Morven, my man? I finally got my voice back. Well, kind of. I mean, it's a little pitchy, but look, let's keep jamming, shall we? The audience seemed to be quite captivated. Stop them, Jessica, Pyrope insisted. Her colours shone brightly, casting reflections around the bubble. The light drew Archie's attention. He inspected Pyrope's container, lifting it high in the air. Look, we've got ourselves a disco ball. This can mean only one thing more than my man. Let's party! He placed Pyrope in the very centre of the room on top of a large rock and proceeded to strike a pose. Give me a beat! Morven, energised, grasped a long, thin metal instrument and started tapping out an insistent rhythm. The more Pyrope remonstrated, the faster she flashed and the faster Morven played. Archie had found a long tube and was blowing into it, making some extremely strange and discordant sounds. Octopus! Archie cried. Morven joined him, droning each syllable at some length as he tapped. Archie nodded his approval. Octopus. Jessica wondered idly why they were singing about octopuses. There couldn't be many of them to be found down here. Melt! 
Archie picked up Pyrrhus' container and started waving it above his head. Put me down, sister, get this madman off me, Pyrrhus said. There's really nothing I can do, Jessica replied. Anyway, if we're all going to die, might as well enjoy ourselves, right? Flow! Archie passed Pyro up to Morvan, who started scraping the side of the container itself. Ow! Get off me, you idiot! Pyro cried. Sister, in case you haven't noticed, I'm not enjoying this. Prison! Now they're onto something. I've been in prison for years. Years, I tell you. Imprisoned with idiots for over a decade. And now they're dancing on me. <laughs> prison! 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 Archie really seemed to be getting into his stride as he ripped on the theme of jail in the style of a satanic metal band. As the volume picked up, the people in the bubbles seemed to wake from their stupor and start swaying from side to side. As they did so, the bubbles touched them, some of them coalescing and forming larger and larger chambers. The larger they became, the higher they floated, until at last a huge mega bubble formed right over their heads. There appeared to be hundreds of people inside, all of them dancing and jumping around to the beat. As they jumped higher, Jessica could feel every vibration. The more they jumped, the more Jessica felt it. With each beat, her whole body tingled. And as the large bubble expanded, it drew closer to them. Jessica could make out the figures of every occupant. Every one of them had a large belly and long straggly hair. They danced with an oddly waddling gait. Some of them dropping to their hands and knees and swaying from side to side as the beat intensified. It strongly resembled a geriatric rave crossed with a birthing pool party. Jessica from below got rather too detailed a view of the nether regions of some of the kneeling figures. Being within the rock, closing her eyes seemed to make no difference to her vision. She saw the whole chamber laid out before her, every layer as vivid as the last. The people, the people, the people that were, were the people were pregnant and given birth, all, all of them within the bubble, all of them at once, in an orgy of reproduction. There were so many, so many screaming in pain, and she could not help them. It was all she could do to hold her own bubble together. Puddles of red blood stained the floor of the bubble above her, and the dancer's feet painted a gruesome pan with it. Jessica watched in horror. She saw the outline of the colonel's face forming and was powerless to look away. The bubble was close, too close. She felt herself about to merge with it when the singing voices of Archie and Morven rose in pitch once more and all of the movement stopped. The pressure seemed to lift from above her, drawing them all upwards in a flash. The giant bubble collapsed into small sections, dislocating into strings, each with a single occupant. The strings trailed to the left and the right of them as they flew long necklace-like strands of orange baubles. They formed the shape of a giant octopus. Archie and Morven began their chanting once more with one voice.
Below her, in the bubble, she could see them sprawled out on the floor, limbs interlocked as they produced the most unbelievably joyous racket, completely oblivious of the chaos they were causing outside. Jessica just concentrated on holding everything together. Below her in the bubble, she could see them sprawled out on the floor, limbs interlocked as they produced the most unbelievably joyous racket, completely oblivious of the chaos they were causing outside. Jessica just concentrated on holding everything together as Pyra cowered in her container. Below them, Patricia had continued her work, 
the coils of the ammonite pulsated, expanding and contracting with ever greater fervor. They piled on top of each other, stacking upwards until they formed the outline of a giant being. A huge man formed from the darkness. It grew bigger the faster they flew upwards, as if made from air rather than rock, and the shadows where its face might have been became darker and more threatening. As it grew, the sound returned, a creaking and soaring deep in the earth. All at once the sides of the amyloid dropped away, thick cords of blackness whipped upwards, casting around indiscriminately, amputating one of the octopus's arms. As the dark met the orange, they merged into a white haze. Only a faint echo of a scream reached Jessica's ears, followed by a faint popping sound. Archie and Morven seemed to sense that something was happening. A bright organ was heard, striking a repeated major chord which rang throughout the chamber with a triumphal tone. Louder and louder it became until the creaking was only a faint echo in comparison. Jessica felt their upwards movement slow. They were hovering in thin air. The arms of the octopus trickled down, cascading down around their bubble and forming one huge tentacle of orange. Down and down it plunged and shone its bright light into the heart of the ammonite. The orange tentacle met the black heart and all of the sound stopped. Time seemed to stand still. Jessica remained floating above her bubble. She could sense every last fragment of the rocks around her, still vibrating to the sound of the echoing chords. She was one with the earth, and one with the music. Below her, the two singers lay unconscious, holding hands, with Archie resting his head on Morven's shoulder. She had to admit, they looked good together. Is this death? She whispered. Archie opened his eyes, looking directly at her. This is only the beginning, he said, eyes gleaming in the shadows. Ed Ginath. A torrent of orange and red spewed forth from the stricken ammonite. They were flying upwards, outwards, into the unknown.